Hey guys, it's Kai. And Jenna. And Yara. And welcome to another episode of Ugly Sunday. It's the end of June, but that doesn't stop a spooky-themed episode. And we did some research on a few chilling, killing cases and the conspiracies behind them. And we're going to share them with you in this episode. Get into it! I really enjoyed the rhyming, Kai. We were supposed to have a guest on this episode, but she's um, dead. So Oof. that's why Khalid's not in this episode. Oh my god, girl power! <laughs> Who wants to go first? Oh yeah, you go. So I did some research. It's on a celebrity. Everyone knows. It's Michael Jackson. <laughs> A lot of celebrities who reached peak fame allegedly like faked their death. And like an example other than Michael Jackson, who people like think faked their death is like Elvis Presley, for example. He booked a flight in the name of John Burroughs after he died. And when he was alive, he used that name when he would book hotels so that no one would know he's there. I mean, it could obviously be a coincidence and there's a chance that there's someone called John Burroughs. But like, it's not uncommon for people to think that celebrities fake their death. Mm. So... You're probably wondering, why would Michael Jackson want to fake his death when he was literally at the peak of fame, like King of Pop, everyone loved him. For now, we're going to ignore the allegations of child abuse. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, wait, did you hear about the other conspiracy theory where like people killed him because he was Muslim? Oh my god, literally. Like the thing is, I feel like most fans come up with these crazy conspiracy theories because they don't want to accept the fact that their favorite celebrity is dead. But... There's actually quite a lot of evidence that shows that Michael Jackson didn't die. So let me take you back to 2009, June 25th, where they discovered... Oh my god, and I was at the tender age of seven or something, I don't know. June 25th, 2009, uh, 911 gets a call and someone's claiming that Michael Jackson suffered from a cardiac arrest. They show up to the site and there's IVF poles and oxygen tanks like everywhere as if he has like a chronic illness or something Mm -hmm. and there's like a doctor standing there looking over Michael he's had a cardiac arrest okay but you'd be like confused because you think if a celebrity is that famous and has that much money why are they not constantly being checked up on right Mm -hmm. and then I think a lot of people know evidence that showed why he had a cardiac arrest basically his personal physician his name was wait (laughs) guys give me a second his uh, doctor was called Conrad Murray. Conrad Murray, whatever. He gave Michael uh, propofol to help him sleep that night, and Michael died in his sleep basically because he, you know, suffered from a cardiac arrest. Right. The the doctor Conrad he was charged for involuntary manslaughter in 2011, and he only went to prison for two years out of the four. I think that's so crazy how he supposedly killed Michael Jackson and he only went to jail for two years. Yeah, you'd think because it's the king of pop. It's not right that celebrities, you know, get this better treatment, but at Mm -hmm. the same time, he killed someone very, very loved. Like, I don't know, I feel like he probably went into witness protection afterwards just because like fan bases, other than BTS type of stands or like K-pop stands right now, Back then, like in the 90s or in like early 2000s, fan bases, they were so crazy. Now you know the backstory, how he died. The crazy thing about it is he actually knew a guy. David Rothenberg was a six-year-old boy from Brooklyn who in 1986 was living with his mother. His parents were divorced and on March 3rd, the year after an argument between the two, his father gave the son a sleeping pill And then he then poured kerosene on the bed he was sleeping in and set it on fire. He watched the events that unfolded from a phone booth across the street from the motel where his son burned. David survived, 
with third-degree burns across 90% of his body. In adulthood, after changing his name and becoming a conceptual artist, Dave and Jackson, Michael Jackson, became friends, and he attended Michael Jackson's funeral in 2009. This is a, a person who took a fan of Michael Jackson saying that she thinks Dave and Michael are the same person because they look quite similar and their voices are identical. And then like the question is like, how? You know, there's tons of photos of the two together and it's just crazy to think, why would someone pretend to be someone else? And the fan is like, computers, like you can dead ass do anything with computers. I think so many people have been convicted for crimes because they've edited the photo to make it seem like that person commit the crime. So it wouldn't be a surprise. But then it's like, Yara. Yeah. But do you think at the time... Yeah, there's no computers then. Well, there were. Like, well, there was, were, but they were But like, do you think it was that advanced? I mean, if you have money. People are like, the life that he was living... The amount of fame this man had, like, he was hounded his whole life. And people are also saying, like, why would he even fake his death? He had $500 million type debt. Yo. Like, that's just so much money. To make it even more suspicious, after he died, he made $2 billion. So if you really think about it, he's kind of winning. <laughs> if he didn't die. That's, like, one theory that David Rothenberg is pretending to be him. David died of pneumonia. In, I think 2017 or 2018 Yo. and no one got a chance to really look into it because well David died from pneumonia and that was recent and this like really kind of links up with the timeline okay so the stylist of Michael Jackson his name is Steve Earhart on July 30th 2017 this is before David died um Steve, he was a stylist that worked with Michael Jackson for many years. He tweeted saying, you heard it here first, an announcement of sorts. And in a couple of months or latest at the end of the year, you will be receiving some very good news. Not even the family knows dot, 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 but I do. So like, yes, that's suspicious, but I guess it's not really hinting at Michael. It could be about anything else, right? But then again, he tweets in 2018, the same guy, he posted a picture of the legs of a man dressed like Michael Jackson. Like, I, you know, Michael Jackson's iconic look with the black trousers and the white sparkly socks and the black shoes. And mm -hmm. he, you know what he wrote? He wrote, in a recording studio somewhere in the world in an undisclosed location, he's coming soon, dot, dot, dot. What? That would be like crazy that, if he showed up out of nowhere and was like, but next album. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> but when you think about it, like he never actually released music. It's 2020. It's been like two years and nothing's come out. And if he was David and David did die of pneumonia, he could have died again. Like, <laughs> I don't know. But um, a songwriter, Teddy Riley, believed Michael Jackson was alive. And so did Akon. Akon believed Michael Jackson was alive. And there's been like tons of appearances of Michael Jackson in like birthday videos. And he was so weird. Like when you really look back, he was proper weird. People used to make up so many rumors about him. At the end of his life, there was a rumor that he had no nose and that he was using a clip-on prosthetic when he was in public. And that he tried to buy the bones of Joseph Merrick, more commonly known as the Elephant Man. People say if he is alive, it's rumored that he might live in this place in England called Gloucestershire or Bahrain, which is so random. That would make sense if if he like really did become Muslim, the doctor didn't kill him, or someone told the doctor to do that. If he was a normal person, he would literally be in jail. Like I swear to God, he was so weird. It's not a surprise that people come up with such crazy theories about his death and like they do come up with so many other theories about other celebrities. But yeah. What do you guys think? What do you what's your opinion? Do you think it's a possibility? Um 
honestly, I won't be surprised if it's true because, you know, stuff happens. <laughs> also, I watched The Little Liars and it kind of scarred me for life. Oh my god, Pretty Little Liars <laughs> seems so crazy to fake a death. But so many people do it, like, in all these different movies and TV shows. I just wouldn't be surprised if it happened in real life. Maybe he did it to get out of the debt. That's what I'm saying because he made $2 billion after. And you think about how much money you get from insurance and all mm. your heritage money. Yeah, and also, I read the rumor that, like, he like converted to islam and stuff uh and that's why like because he was so influential you know at the time that's why uh people like kind of maybe he was scared he would get assassinated or something yeah maybe maybe that's why he like faked his death yeah especially at the time like there was a lot of anti-islam yeah islamophobia all of the hate for islam in america really like went crazy after 9-11 so i wouldn't be surprised that a huge racism result but when you genuinely take a step back and look at his influence on the pop industry he is still there every generation he hasn't like yeah. other other artists like yes their music's still popular like madonna abba whatever like all madonna's still alive like she keeps making music like <laughs> a lot of the artists that have kind of like retired from the music industry you mm-hmm. could say their music is still popular and like yeah Britney Spears. but she's recent she's too she's yeah she know. wasn't as like michael jackson was when was when did he start getting famous he was in a uh, lone artist he was in the jackson five yeah the- yeah that's so true he started, he started like in the 70s yeah for and sure and later on became a single artist in oh my god maybe yeah. but you know what that's like what's even crazier is like think about it if someone is so famous you can abuse your fame so what if someone was threatening him and was like if you don't do this you're gonna have to fake your death like, like i watched prison break oh. Prison Break, they fake so many deaths. And, like, this is just giving me the vibe of Michael Jackson right now. Like, <laughs> the government could have threatened him. The next conspiracy for, like, um, Unsolved Murder is about Black Dahlia death that took place in Los Angeles, California. The woman that died, her name was Elizabeth Short. No, Elizabeth Tall. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> she was nicknamed Black Dahlia because she was mostly seen wearing black attire. She's originally from Medford, Massachusetts. But uh, she moved to Hollywood because, obviously, she wanted to be an actress. And she had part-time job being a waitress. She Sometimes she wouldn't get her paycheck, so it was, like, on and off. She should have beat the f*** out of She died in 1947 in Los Angeles, California. The killer disposed her body on the edge of a sidewalk, and her body was cut in half. He dead ass did not give up. It was literally on the next to the sidewalk. I think a woman and her daughter found the body. It was cut in half and her eyes were open and uh, yeah. no. vertically or horizontally? Horizontally. She was hit over the head and her body was drained and scrubbed before it was found. So Bro, yeah. what was this? Halal Zabiha? Oh my god, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> At least he cleaned her. He said scrub a dub dub. Stop. Stop! He went through the trouble to like cut her body in half. Oh, he literally couldn't dispose her in a better her. way. But he couldn't bury her at least. There was allegations that she was raped before. The first suspect was Red Manly. He saw her outside the bus station and asked if she wanted a ride. Um. Yeah, I know. She ignored him, but he was very persistent. And she eventually like got in the car. After that, they hung out a few months. And I think like maybe a month later, they went to a hotel called Biltmore Hotel. And he told the police that that was the last time he saw her. She died on January 15, 1947. Right? So, like, mm-hmm. 40 years later, like, they were looking for um, suspects because it was a very, like, spread out case. 
Red Manley, he died in 1986 on January 6th after an accidental fall in his apartment building, which could have been suicidal. Dr. George Hodel was the second suspect. He drove the same car as the murderer. And Stephen mm -hmm. Hodel, who was the detective of the case, suspected his own son, who was George Hodel. That's yeah. so <laughs> It's your own blood. Did they ever solve it? It's still unsolved. But yeah, like this guy, like he was a physician. It would just make sense. Oh, you know how to drain the body. You know how to cut her in half. So, and it's like so like out of nowhere. Like why would anyone kill her? A lot of these serial killers, especially ones that have patterns in their murders, a lot of murders will get charged for something different. Like on the Innocent Files, there was this guy who would like rape little girls and then kill them and like dispose the bodies in the same way. And then this man, who had absolutely nothing to do with this girl, got charged for that murder. Eventually, before he got sentenced to death, they found out that it was this other guy who had a pattern of doing that, like he was a serial killer. And he had confessed to all cases. So a lot of those random murders that have absolutely no context and just come out of nowhere could be from a serial killer who's still not found. What's scary is that maybe he did this to other people. Dr. George Hodo, he actually was really close with the people that were a part of the case. That's crazy. The father found out about the car. He found out a lot of information that it could have been his son. And he was like, yeah, I'm not going to solve it. Like literally all those years. And he's like, I'm not going to solve it. So maybe he did know who it was. And he was like, hmm. Maybe he's trying to cover up. Imagine going from solving a case to hiding who did it. If you think about it, that puts you in the best position because you are the one in control of the investigation and you know who did it. So if anything, you can do the most to avoid it leading to that. People go lengths just to save their family, like to defend their blood or whatever. So the what I'm talking about is... Our beloved. No. Always. We're going to talk hate. about... Jeffrey Epstein. He like handled people's money. A financier. He's like friends with like a lot of powerful people. Trump, Clinton, Prince Andrews, oh Naomi God. Campbell. I don't oh know how. God. Yeah, Naomi apparently Campbell. she was associated with him somehow. Apparently she was a part of that like sex ring as well. Basically, he was a sex trafficker. He would have sex with like uh -oh. children. Uh -oh. On top of that, he'd have these girls recruit other girls for him he had a big place in like wall street in oh, politics shit. and like all that stuff he got arrested twice for sex trafficking i think the mm -hmm. first time he got arrested for sexual misconduct with a minor that was not a jail sentence he was in jail in miami i think and he was allowed six days of work leave where he'd literally leave jail, go to his quote-unquote office and work there, and then report back to jail. Yeah, so he'd just, like, go and, like, do his, like, shady business as per usual. And he finally got arrested last year, July 9th, and he was awaiting trial. And then... He died on August 10th while awaiting trial for his sex trafficking case. Is that a coincidence? I think not. That's what everyone is saying. So before the murder slash suicide by three weeks, there was bruises on his neck. And people were saying maybe he like tried to commit suicide before or maybe it was assault. Aww. Maybe it was like... Tell him we don't care. So he was put on suicide watch. Six days later, they were like, he's good. He doesn't need suicide watch. So he was put off suicide <laughs> watch, but still like keep a close eye on him. For them to say keep a close eye on him, that's crazy because the two cameras watching his cell malfunction before his... So they basically cut it out. He sex trafficked like hundreds of women. So 
sorry, not women, girls, children. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. I think they were around like 12 ish. And like the girls that work for him, she'd say, like, in the house, like, he had very, like, nude paintings in his house of girls. Mm. And one of his victims, she was an artist and she was painting a picture of her sister. She said, like, she was painting in his residence or something. Like, they paid her to stay at this house, which she owned. And then his pictures were stolen. He's like, disgusting. Anyways, the guards that were watching his cell, they were supposed to check up on him every 30 minutes. They fell asleep. They fell asleep? That makes no sense that all of them were taking a nap at the same time. (laughs) Like, that's what people are saying, that they're a scapegoat. And they were, like, penalized and they went to jail. Honestly, I would would take a nap too, especially if it's Jeffrey Epstein. (laughs) You're like, oh, I don't really care to be honest. If this dude killed himself today, I'm never going to get this nap back. So I'm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they say that he like hanged himself with his bed sheets, which he wasn't even supposed to have in the first place. Also, his brother doesn't think that he killed himself. Him and his brother haven't like talked at all for like seven years. <laughs> He's the only one that inherited all his stuff. His brother hired one of the most famous pathologists in the world and it was dr michael baden and Mm -hmm. the protocol was not to leave him there until like further investigation the doctors would go to him not him being transported to the hospital dr michael baden said that this is not normal protocol it's been shady and now it's getting more shady you know it says that he broke three bones on his larynx from the right side and the left side of his larynx the night of his death his cellmate was removed from the cell such a coinky thing right no one could have witnessed this because the cameras have malfunctioned and the guards were asleep and no. the, his cellmate was removed. How so he could he pretended to die so that he could just get out of prison? Yo. That no, no, but he was taken to the hospital. There's like literally pictures of him dead. <laughs> so I think there was three pathologists on this case. Two of them think that he was strangled to death, not suicide, because he had three breaks on his neck. This is like more proof of strangulation. It doesn't usually happen with suicide. Michael Baden said that like in his past 40 and 50 years, of experience no one had three fractures due to a suicide it's a sign of strangulation basically someone came and killed him because that you can't do that by hanging yourself it's literally science too like maybe he tried to fake his death but then someone killed him they were like "Uh uh-uh you dying we're verifying (laughs) this incident (laughs) so basically trump said in 2002 that i've known jeff for 15 years terrific guy he likes hanging around beautiful women as much as i do i am 110 percent sure for legal reasons this is speculation that Trump was involved. And, like, also, in 2007, like, after his indictment, Trump banned Epstein from the Mar logo. Literally, Jeffrey Epstein's bestie. Like, they twinning. For real. <laughs> they sex trafficked together. They twinning. It, like, blows my mind how, like, I've never heard of him, yet he's so powerful. Quite power. Dude, and they don't... <laughs> Kai, all lives matter. No, no, no. There's been so many resurfaced videos of Donald Trump and Jeffrey Epstein. They were literally sitting there in an interview and sexualizing it might have been hillary duff it could have been a different actor but she was like a child or like 18 17 they did it openly and donald trump mm-hmm. literally said he would date his daughter how much do you need to not support trump not yeah. only is he islamophobic homophobic and just basically against immigrants in general your parents are immigrants which is and his wife is an immigrant <laughs> no 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 he's she's white so she's an expat please get it correct jenna <laughs> gonna come listen and be like that's my girl (laughs) (laughs) oh my god anyways in 2018 he claimed to a reporter called james stewart that 
He knows a great deal about dozens of rich and powerful people. Some of the information he knows is potentially damaging to their reputation and embarrassing about their sexual desires and whatnot. So there is motive to this. There is motive to why people would want to kill him. True. And it was like right before his bail hearing. And the reason I think he didn't kill himself is because he was already arrested for something similar before. And the jail, the sentence, it was literally nothing the fact that they're just letting if sex abuser sex trafficker just out in the world like i have no faith in the system at so what would you guys think i think they attempted to do something like that like maybe he pretended to fake his death so he could like get more time it was right before his bail hearing mm-hmm. and he had one of the most powerful lawyers with that much money like why would you even be so scared about yeah exactly his brother said that he had a bail hearing like really soon so it wouldn't have made sense and he was also like in the previous sentence he was it was really lenient for him so maybe he thought like he could have had a chance of them being lenient again or maybe they couldn't maybe that's why he killed himself but honestly oh also i forgot to mention this but donald trump made a joke on twitter that clinton killed jeffrey epstein possible that he faked his death but it's also possible that he didn't and somebody dressed up as an inmate and went in there and killed him or strangled (laughs) him and then he he later on killed himself or mm-hmm. killed him and then hung him but he's pretty tall so i don't know if anyone would hang him honestly i feel like he's too narcissistic to even kill himself he's like i'm too good for this earth you know it would be so narcissistic that he does kill himself i definitely think he didn't kill himself but do i know how he died no the story is about the slaughterhouse children it was in 1945 before christmas uh-oh this family had nine children four children is escaped the fire five of them were stuck in the house and the father george Sauter, went back to look for them the staircase was covered in fire so he went to like grab a ladder that was like on the outside of this house but it was missing which is weird because if he left the ladder where it was why is it not there when the fire happens no remains were found when the house burnt down before the fire one of the daughters (laughs) heard a bang on the roof but saw that the lights on the stairs were on but there were allegations that there was an electrical fire right george Sauter, like he had somebody come in and like do a test a month before the The wiring was said to be faulty which doesn't make sense if the lights are on so there's no possible way that it could be an electrical fire there were no remains found so the five kids that were in the house were presumed to be kidnapped (gasps) that's crazy oh i heard about that like a fire as a distraction yeah the the (laughs) arson was set as a diversion but a little background on him like, he was an Italian immigrant, and he was vocal in the community about Mussolini. There were, like, um, some conspiracies that, like, he fled Italy because of, like, the political conflict happening in Italy. The night of the fire, one of the daughters, she left the house and tried to call the fire station. She went to one house. They didn't answer. She went to another house. They didn't answer either. How does the fire station not answer? The fire station was 2.5 miles away from their house, and it took them seven hours to get to the fire. Seven hours. What? 2.5 miles. By the time when they got to the fire the house was literally like burnt to the ground that does not make any sense i know was every house in west virginia on fire at the time or something west virginia insurance salesman came to the house months before the fire and he was upset that his sale wasn't going to be successful and he threatened the family. He was like, your house is going to go up in flames and your kids are going to die. Uh, because of the marks you made about Mussolini. There were some conspiracies that the kids were, you know, kidnapped and sold to an orphanage or like went to Italy. 
What if the person who kidnapped the kids pretended to be the guy to check up on the electrical circuit, lied to him so he had no worries, and then he started the fire so that they wouldn't know it was the electric circuit guy because the electric circuit guy. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I thought that's where you were gonna go. What if the electric circuit guy was friends with the salesman? Yeah, he could have easily been someone that the, the the kidnapper literally hired to do that for him. Like people will do anything for a little bit of money if they don't know what the actual big cause is. Yeah. Like someone's like, I'll give you two hundred dollars if you go into this guy's house and just like maybe if there's even a little fault like lie and just say it's good uh, and then they're like oh why and he's like don't worry about it but how would he know that the guy is gonna get an electrical checkup anyways some companies if you own a house or you rent a house you're supposed to do standardized checkups anyways so he could have easily just like looked at his history with the company and figured it out when he was going to get his next checkup and then plan around that you never know if when you're a kid and like something traumatizing happens and someone's talking to you like it's like a way that investigators get what they want out of the kid. Or did you see someone and say if they did see someone, they're like, oh, was he wearing black? You might think, oh, yeah, now that I think about it, he was. But you might not be sure. You're just saying that because you're traumatized and you want to move on with your life. Could have been like yeah. that. Like It was literally all planned out. Like the ladder was gone. The motive could have been like his political views. But like, is that enough to kidnap their kids and burn the house? Another fact is that the family's Christmas lights stayed on throughout the beginning of the fire, so it couldn't have been an electrical fire. And their telephone line also was, like, cut off. That could have been such a coincidence that the salesman's like, oh, your house is going to burn down. Like, it's more unusual, I feel like, if he predicted something that is really unlikely to happen. Like, and then it happens. But imagine, like... You're you hate someone and you're like, oh, I hope you get run over by a car. Like, I hope your house burns down. And then it happens, and you're like, oh my oh, god. I Basically, people in the town said the missing children. They were in a vehicle the night of the fire in 1967. Jenny Sauter received a photo in the mail of a man resembling one of the missing yeah, children. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Louis huh? Sauter. Yeah. And then the back of the picture, it says, Louis Sauter, I love brother Frankie. Oh my god. And then like a bunch of numbers. That's so, oh god, that makes me uncomfortable. So let's not leave it on a negative note. What are some fun conspiracy theories? The Mandela effect. Oh my god, that one? I, I, is, I believe it. I believe, I it, believe it. Like say for example, one person goes back in time and they make one little error and it's like the butterfly effect. Like called Nelson, the Mandela effect because a lot of people believe Nelson Mandela died when he was in prison. I even thought that. And then he was alive. Like so many people thought he died and he was still alive. Um, and that's like why it's called the Mandela effect. But there's like so many more like the Bernstein bear. No, honestly, I feel Napoli like... Guy. No, oh we're God. not talking about the Berenstein bear. That is so creepy. The, no, the Monopoly guy scares the shit out of me because let's I still not think remember. Let's about that either. Okay, guys, let's talk about COVID. Did you guys think COVID like, was made by the government? Did you guys hear the Bill Gates theory? Bill Gates literally talked about it on Explained last year. And then suddenly he was like, there's going to be a pandemic and we are not ready for it. And what happened? Pandemic, pandemic that we were not ready for. The World Health Organization, they actually released a statement saying there's a pandemic on the rise and we aren't prepared. Did you guys think it was made in a lab? When I was reading about conspiracies before, before there was like this conspiracy that AIDS and HIV was also not man-made, but inseminated into a human to the start spreading AIDS. Oh my god. Population control is a big yeah. thing. That is basically it for this episode. Make sure to tune in every Sunday for new episodes. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Sunday's Ugly so you don't miss out on updates and polls.
And also, if you have requests on topics you'd like us to discuss in future episodes, let us know because your feedback is important to us. This is your host, Kai, and we'll catch you next Sunday. Ugly Sunday because it's the beginning of the week and I'm ready to weep. But tune in and we'll wipe your tears. Bye.